Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. It does indeed seem that there is some residual power left within you from that crystal. Harness this power. It could prove useful. Master it, and I can use it as a weapon? Each of you has advanced to level four. Level four! Huzzah! Let's check the job board. A group of were-rat thieves has been operating out of the sewers in the nept. One-way usage of the Merchant's Guild teleportation circle will be provided what? from the nept to wherever. One. Back when we were in Glassrock, I talked to this priest. He mentioned Ildrazer. Teleporting across kingdoms to a lost city sounds pretty friggin' sweet to me. <laughs> Why don't we take out the were-rats before we do it, just because we're here? Yes. Yeah. That would be a nice quick one. We're in the market for some silver weapons, if you can recommend somebody. Ilnaltel Broadsing. You've come to the right place. All right, give me the silvered sword. I say we head for the sewers. There are two main entrances to the sewers, and this one is on the inside of the southern wall of the city. And looking up at the sky as you approach the tunnel, it's cloudy, and there's a good chance that there will be some rain later on, which might impact your adventure. Uh-oh. Does anybody know the health of the watershed locally? Uh... Anybody familiar with the geographic? Oh, you know, I was just doing some core samples the other day. And, uh, oh, okay. All right. No, I have no idea. <laughs> Dang it. I was wondering what the effect of so many impervious surfaces throughout the city might be on uh, the, the rainfall, the drainage quotient, and so forth. Yeah, it doesn't seem good, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I think we're in for it, boys. Yeah. Well, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> Tokus gets out his scuba gear. <laughs> oh, dang it, I forgot. I left mine at the hotel. Shut. Uh, you came prepared. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, when we're drowning, you can swim us to safety. How about that? Sounds good, Job. All right, let's do it. You enter the tunnel, filled with refuse, slowly trickling out toward the bay. Every surface is covered in filth, Gross. and the stench assaults your nostrils, making your eyes water. Ooh. It's difficult to even breathe as you fight back the urge to vomit and drag your boots, or in the case of Aslo, bare feet, through the muck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, gross. Stripey's stomach grumbles. It's like, man, I'm getting hungry, guys. <laughs> this is working up an appetite. <laughs> it's like walking into a Burger King for him. <laughs> the sewers here seem to be quite old, likely well over a hundred years. The stonework, where it is still visible, has been worn smooth by the passage of time and water. The tunnel is roughly ten feet wide and rounded, with small ledges on either side, ostensibly to walk on without dirtying oneself, but they clearly aren't fulfilling their purpose. A variety of slimes and fungi grow throughout the tunnel, and you can hear the squeaking of rats echoing from distant paths. Hmm, uh, I'll affix my headlamp at this point. Should I, guys? Or should we just let Tokus lead the way, since he can see in the dark? Yeah, I'd be a little bit worried about lighting anything uh, flammable down here. Oh, that's a good point. Lest we recreate another potential well scenario that we had <laughs> dreamt up yeah. from last time. Hmm. So I'll go ahead and cast light. Like, all of my magic is fire-based, Aslo. Oh, no. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> Christ. Tokus, you're going to have to sit this one out. <laughs> well, shoot. You're going to have to stay behind in your scuba gear. But I bought this just for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I will draw both rapiers and light one of them with light. Wait, I thought you had short swords. 
Oh yeah, what? The, yeah, D- yeah, dude. I totally have short swords. What are you talking <laughs> That's about? That's what Sean? I meant by. Rick I draw ears, both clearly. of my short swords and light one of them with my light spell. <laughs> All right. I'm good at this game. Environmentally friendly light. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. It won't uh, give no off. No lightning any. bugs were hurt in the making of this light spell. I will draw my silver sword and hold it out, like point it in front of me as I walk, just in case. Your arm's going to get tired if you just hold your sword out in front of you the whole time. Yeah. Worth it, though. So we don't get surprised. (laughs) Hashtag worth it. (laughs) As you make your way through the tunnels, you encounter several smaller inlets where water seeps out and pours down the wall and across the path before joining the main flow out into the bay. Various side passages also branch off of the main tunnel, most of them towards the north, heading further underneath the town. So what is your general strategy here as you're trying to explore? Uh, I was just going to walk around yelling rats <laughs> a bunch of times and see if they find us. Or what we can pretend to be having a conversation and be like, man, what am I going to do with all this gold? There's just so much of it. Shaba, <laughs> this is your wheelhouse. Think like the rats. If you were a rat... That's true. What would you be thinking? So for a successful hunt, you really have to become your prey. So if I were a rat who was also a thief, hmm, I don't really know what that's like is the problem. I think what you're trying to say is we all need to contract lycanthropy. That, yeah, that would, that would help. That would certainly get us closer to entering the mindset of our yeah. quarry. These are were-rats, after all. Yeah, oh, that's true. What, wait, what was the state of the moon when we decided to take this quest. We couldn't see because it was cloudy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Crap. Does anybody have a lunar calendar on hand by any chance? Is that somewhere in your scuba gear? Took us? Uh, no, but I have this sundial uh, on my watch. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, the sundial watch. It's also morning, but someone make a nature check and I'll see if you can remember. Oh, yeah. I, I can do Ooh. nature things, guys. I'm a ranger, remember? Wait, wait. Shaba, let me do it. Okay. <laughs> but this is like the <laughs> one thing five. that Shaba's actually <laughs> this good is at. The, the one thing that I don't suck at, skill-wise. <laughs> no, you go, you go but first. I just got a 20. Nice. All right. Not a natural 20. Uh, 15 plus 5. Okay, sweet. Well, your nature's plus 5. Oh, yeah, because you're really smart. That's right. Shaba, your services are no longer needed. <laughs> well, guys, good luck in there. <laughs> See you later. Uh, no, actually, my nature's only a plus 3, because, you know, I'm of average intelligence. See, I took us to go with your role. Okay. Uh, from what you remember of last night and the pattern of that the moon follows, you expect that it's not going to be a full moon tonight, but it will be um, waxing gibbous, roughly, around that point. Uh, for our listeners, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, purely for the listeners, not for yeah, us. Yeah, for the layperson who may not know each of the moon phases by heart. That means that it's almost to a full moon, probably be another two or three days. Uh-oh. Excellent. Well, we got here right in time. Yeah, so let's kill them and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we only have two or three days before things start <laughs> going bad. So if they're rats when they're wearing, what are they when they're not wearing? Just humans? Is that usually the way that works? Well, they could probably be any race, Shaba. Let's not be racist okay, here. They don't have true. to be human. I don't want to be prejudiced against the things that we're coming in here to kill. <laughs> they could be any race, but they're probably humanoid. We can guess that much. Okay, so we will say enemies of indistinct race, indeterminate race. And when they're not were rat mode, like they might try to befriend us, they might try to talk their way out of us uh, killing them. I mean, if they're thieves, they're probably very good at that. That's a good point. So you, so what you're saying is let's not trust just anybody we happen to meet in the sewers. 
<laughs> Unlike usual. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would just be like, oh, you need help? Oh, let's, there's someone who's, who's, uh, has a plight that we need to assist them with. Like a little old lady who got lost on her way home and fell down a manhole. <laughs> and then she transforms and... Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she stumbles upon a, a vial of green liquid that transforms her into a rat. Which, <laughs> right. into Shredder. That, that brings yeah. up a, an even better question. The, okay, if these people are were-rats, and when they transform, then they just turn into rats, why don't we just wait till they transform and just step on them? <laughs> Makes the whole just quest so much easier. Well, no, no, no. So they, they might not scale down when they transform. They might just take uh, on the characteristics of a rat. Oh, uh, yeah. But be, like, whatever size they were. They could be Goliaths, for all we know, and they're huge <laughs> were-rats with, like, foot-long fangs. Oh, no. just sink into my head. Uh-oh. Yeah, they're probably Tarasque rats. That's <laughs> Yeah, tar- where Tarasque rat <laughs> things. So they could either be rats that turn into huge humanoid rats or they could be humans that turn into humanoid rats or they could be other races that turn into also humanoid rats. Mm-hmm. Or just rats. Yeah, so we just ne- you just never know. So we gotta, mm-hmm. you're right, Tokus, thanks, because I would have just like trusted anybody i met down here probably my mama always said life is like a box of wear rats you never know what you're gonna get uh, actually that's funny my mom used to tell me that too that exact phrase <laughs> oh really same seems weird what was your mom's name it's like a uh, batman versus superman thing yeah Martha, totally. it is. why did you say that name <laughs> all right let's proceed guys yeah so i'll i'll take the lead because i can see Okay. and i want to go uh you mentioned three different pathways there's the larger tunnel that you're currently in now, which heads mostly eastwards, kind of following along the wall, you think. There are smaller tunnels that pour into it from the north, and they're kind of evenly spaced here and there. And there are also a few heading down to the south. Which way does the water flow? Flows into this tunnel and out where you came in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will use my rangerness in this situation. I'm going to make a survival check to try to track them, and then Stripey will make a smell check. Good thinking. He's got a keen smell ability that gives him advantage on perception checks that rely on smell. So Stripey will make a smell check. Yeah, I don't want to use my cave check here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a good idea. I wouldn't recommend that. So Stripey's result was a 10. Mine was a 21. And assuming that these are beasts at some level. No, maybe they're not beasts. Well, looking around, you can tell that there is indeed the passage of various creatures visible through the muck. It looks like there are probably rodents of various types. <laughs> rodents of, what is it from Princess Bride? Rodents of... Rodents of, of unusual, unusual size. Unusual size, yeah. Uh-oh. So you can see a lot of little rat footprints in there, along with other types of creatures. But most of their prints have been washed away. Hmm. It Actually, now that you're looking closely at the ground and you think about it a little bit more, it looks like this whole area probably gets slightly flooded come high tide. Hmm, yeah. Yep. So there's very little left in the way of footprints. You just kind of occasionally see some paw prints on the walls or near the ground where it hasn't quite flooded. Okay. As far as the general direction, I mean, they're all over the place. Uh, so can can I tell anything with my survival check as far as tracking them? Like following the, the paths that seem to be the most well-traveled, maybe? It seems like they tend to go towards the smaller tunnels. So ones that you can't fit inside, as well as the smaller passageways heading off mostly to the north. Okay. My 
Natural Explorability says I can learn the number, sizes, and how long ago tracked creatures passed through the area. Most of the tracks that you can actually see look relatively fresh, since the others have largely been washed away. Okay. So within the last couple of hours, probably, but it doesn't seem like there are any large groupings of these tracks moving together or anything like that. They're just kind of wandering up and down the tunnel. And they do look like animal tracks? Yes, you don't see any other boot prints in here. Okay. I have two different abilities, actually, <laughs> that uh, tell me this kind of stuff. Natural Explorer lets me learn the exact number of sizes and how long ago track creatures pass through the area. And then Primeval Awareness. This feature reveals which of your favorite enemies, which are beasts, are present, their numbers, and their general direction and distance in miles from you. If there are multiple groups of your favorite enemies with range, you learn this information for each group. Yeah, if you do your you know, minute of concentration or whatever mm. as you're studying. Yeah. There are definitely a lot of rats down here. <laughs> there are also a few other beast-type creatures. You actually get the sense that there is a pretty heavy concentration of rats somewhere up northeast of you. What is the range on that ability? Like five miles or something? Uh, yes, five miles. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around a mile away northeast is where you can sense the largest concentration, but they're all throughout the sewers. All right, guys, I think they may be this way, the, the largest concentration of them. You think they may be? I'm, my gut is telling me that they probably maybe are. I have a relative degree of certainty. That is all I'm allowed to have, according to the powers of the universe. <laughs> well, Shaba, there's no part of you I trust more than your gut, so <laughs> I say we follow that. Uh, okay. You on board with that, Tokus? I'm on board for anything at this point. I, wh why are we just standing here in this sewer, Shaba? <laughs> Sorry, it took me a minute to <laughs> figure this out. I had to, like, concentrate real hard. Well, it's about time. The tunnel that you're in right now heads east and the other tunnels branch off to the north. So are you going to stick to the large tunnel for a while before turning north, or are you going to go into a smaller tunnel first? Uh, yeah, let's stay in the main artery. Can Shaba fit in these smaller holes? Yeah, the smaller tunnels are just like five or six feet across instead of ten feet. It's a big sewer. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the main outlet into the bay, or one of two. So mm. it has to be pretty big. Right. Got to carry all that water and other stuff. It's not water. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. You're continuing on until you think the rats are pretty much straight north of you, I guess? Yeah, I'm just going, like I said, going with my gut. Whatever my gut tells me. So you slog through the tunnels. After several minutes of walking, you think it's probably about time to turn off into the tunnels to the north. And as you do so, you see a little bit farther down the main tunnel what seems to be a hammock or something similar hanging from the ceiling, pretty much at the end of your light. Uh, does it look like there's anything in it? Is it, like, weighed down? There's something in it, but it doesn't look very big. Hmm. Do we see any any signs of movement? No. Well, guys, I mean, should I take a shot at it? Yeah, I mean, we're pretty sure we're not going to find any actual old ladies down here, right? <laughs> uh, pretty sure. As far as I know. Yeah. I say we, uh, we fire preemptively. Without any cause for provocation. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there, Aslo. We can't. We can never be too careful, right, Tokus? Um, that's what. That's what you said. I, I, I'm never careful, Shaba. I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> okay. I think we should just plow on through. I will sheathe my sword and fire an arrow at the hammock. Okay. Are you just gonna 
shoot the hammock in general, or you're aiming for the little lump of weight that you can I'm, see? Yeah, I'm aiming for the lump of weight. Hopefully it's not laden with explosives. <laughs> All right, make an attack roll. Uh, that is a 21. Did you mark the lump? No. I don't know that it's a living thing <laughs> yet. Your arrow flies true, strikes the hammock, and knocks it back briefly, and then just settles down there. You don't see any movement other than the hammock now swinging. Hmm. The arrow's just stuck in it. Oh, well, okay. That was easy. Well, guys... Onward and upward. Guess we should go home now. <laughs> yeah. They're all dead. Mission accomplished. No, I was just saying, let's uh, let's keep going, because whatever it was, I mean, it didn't cry out in pain, right? Don't, don't we want to see what it was? Well, how high up is it? Well, the ceiling's only 10 feet tall at the max. Oh, okay. Yeah, Shabby, you could probably look down into the hammock. Well, if it's 10 feet yeah, it's tall. about three feet down yeah. from the ceiling. Okay, then it's probably around at eye level for me. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's approach and... Aslo, can you, uh, like, recast light on a copper coin that I provide? Because I know you wouldn't want to let one go to waste. And uh, we can... That's for sure. Flick it over there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. I will light it up. You toss the coin down the tunnel a little ways. Mm -hmm. And you get a clearer picture. The hammock is just kind of a makeshift sleeping place of some sort. It has two scraggly ropes connected to the ceiling with little spikes sticking up into it. And the fabric of the hammock is old and worn out, tattered, with several holes in it already, in addition to the one that you just added. Uh, You still can't see what's actually inside the hammock until you look down from above. Do you head over to get a closer look? Uh, nope. I think we should go a different way, guys. Wait, why? Because... What what does that even mean? (laughs) What are you talking about? Because it's got to be a trap, right? I mean, it has to be. So you want to go down one of the smaller pathways? I mean, yeah. Right. No, this is when we turned. This is the one that we turned out. Let's turn down a different one. Because I'm scared. But there could be gold over there. But it's just a little lump in the hammock. I mean, for all I know, I just hit the pillow. But it could be something dangerous. Why don't I take off these flippers? And <laughs> and we... So, so, so Tokus takes off the imaginary flippers. Uh, why don't we um, stealth? That's a great idea. Perfect. All right. Um, Asla, why don't you pull that light back to your sword? Okay. I do so. And then we shall... I shall stealth. And I know I'm going to be disadvantaged here, but I think the armor's worth keeping on. Huh? Yeah, why don't you guys let me stealth for one round first, because I can stealth at normal speed. Do you want to stealth ahead of us? But you can't see, Shava. That's true. Okay, so never mind. Don't pull the light back. <laughs> Leave it on the coin. I'll stealth ahead for one round, and then you guys come after me once I give you the signal. I'll give you the all okay. <laughs> All right, so my okay. stealth check is an 18. So I move 30... F- well, I guess if it's a full round, then I can move up to it. But I'll move 30 feet first and move within 10 feet of it and see if I can see from there. So you cautiously approach the hammock. You still don't see any movement as you get close. 10 feet with how tall you are, you can probably just barely peek over the edge. And it looks like your arrow is sticking into some sack that was sitting in the the hammock. Mm, Okay, so and there's nothing leaking out of the sack with the arrow in it? Not that you can see. It's not like some counterweight with a bunch of sand in it, and then all of a sudden something creaks, and there's like a click, and then we hear, and then the roof starts inverting. Well, I could always do that if you really want me to. No, 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 no. Or like a boulder starts coming at us from the other side. Exactly, starts rolling down the tunnel. No! 
Yeah, uh, okay. I will move five feet closer and look at the sack again. Okay, you don't see anything new. You're rolling dice, Thane. I knew it. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> All right, guys, I, co- I come back to you guys. We're going a different way. I don't like the look of that sack. <laughs> we can't use that, Shaba. First of all, we Uber can't metagaming. hear the master of our universe rolling dice. I can go with my gut, and my gut tells me that the master of the universe is rolling the dice with our fate. All right, I'll go up and grab the stupid sack. I'll pick it up real real jerkily and suddenly. I'll yank it right out of there. You could have Stripey fetch it for you. Like, what if you hold out your arm and Stripey, like, <laughs> climbs up your arm? And, and leaps over to it? Yeah. No, I don't want to put him in harm's way. It'd be kind of cool if you treated Stripey kind of like an eagle, like you do, like, the, <laughs> with a glove and uh, he, like, yeah. perches on your on your wrist, right. like a falconer. <laughs> Deciding that it's not as dangerous as you thought it was, you reach over and yank the sack out of the hammock. Uh, It feels pretty light, maybe a couple pounds. Nothing happens immediately other than the hammock now swinging. Immediately? I drop it and run back to the other guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just take the trap damage like a man. Uh, We haven't had a single trap in the campaign yet. Okay, fine. Embrace it. I will take the bag and swing it against the wall. (laughs) <laughs> what are you doing? There could be gold in there. Yeah, gold will survive, man. Gold can take a little beating. So the sack slams against the wall with kind of a squishy thud. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'll put it on the ledge, like that little pat, like ledge way that you described on either side, and okay. gently unfold it or open the sides or whatever. You open up the bag and look inside, and you see a couple of rags tucked into one side, and then on the other side, you see what seems to be a dead rat. Gross. That's been partially carved away. Carved? Yeah, like you would carve meat. Oh. Is it like a rat rat or a were rat rat? (laughs) (laughs) It just looks like a normal rat as far as you can tell. Okay. I knew it. They're cannibals. They're eating each other. Oh, good. We don't have to do anything. They'll just eat each other to death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now we can come in once the deed's done and collect all the spoils. Yeah, totally. All right. Okay, guys. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. It's just a dead rat. Cool. Thanks for risking your life for us. Um, Don't forget uh, that I almost didn't a couple of times. (laughs) Yeah. On the plus side, I just remembered that at level four, my new cantrip is Mage Hand. So I probably (laughs) probably could have avoided all that danger in the first place. Thanks a lot, Aslo. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. Anytime, old buddy, old pal. Uh, it's not like you didn't have any number of opportunities to uh, to bust that little knowledge out on us. <laughs> it's a it's a new power I have. I'm still getting used to it. It takes these things take time, Shaba. Yeah, I know how that goes. I had a spell for an, like an entire level that I forgot about. <laughs> All right, I will cut the hammock down. Uh, and l- so that we can pass through. It's not really blocking the tunnel or anything. Oh, it's not? I thought it was, like, hanging down across the... It's hanging down from the ceiling, but, you know, going along with the tunnel instead of Oh, it. I see. Okay, gotcha. I thought it was, like, hanging... Okay. All right, um, but I'll still cut it down, because these thieves don't deserve a comfy place to sleep. <laughs> what are we, humanitarians now? So you cut down the hammock. You just leave it lying in the muck. Yeah, we don't cater to criminals around here. Yeah, what are we? We're ratatarians? <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. All right, let's go, guys. I've had enough of this stupid hammock. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we keep following your gut wherever it leads us. Mm. You continue down the tunnel to the north, 
And after another couple minutes of walking, the sound of the water grows louder and louder until eventually you reach a large square hub some 40 feet across where pipes and tunnels of all sizes empty out into a large pool of unknown depth before the water flows out through one large main tunnel adjacent to the one that you came in through. Uh, The echoes magnify every sound, so that even the relatively slow dribbling of the water out of the many holes makes it difficult to hear anything else. In addition to the small feeder tunnels, there's an old wooden door on the east wall, and a metal ladder on the north wall leading up to another ledge that accesses the largest inlet, from which a small waterfall flows out into the room. Hmm. So the door is just like a door with nothing in front of it, basically? It just... it's a closed door, and there's just a a sheer drop-off into the chasm? Uh, not a drop-off. The narrow ledge continues around the perimeter of the room. Okay, so the ladder goes up to a ledge that continues around to the the door on the other wall. Now, on the lower level where you are now, the stone ledge continues around the outside. Mm-hmm. There's the door on the east wall of the lower floor. Then the ladder goes up from that ledge to a tunnel on the north wall. Uh, so which wall are we on? You're coming in from the south. Okay. So we're coming into the room from the south. There's a ledge on on our level that goes all the way around the room. Except for a small part along the east wall that's broken away and has a wooden plank going across it. Mm. And a large pile of rubble in the northwest corner where it looks like the wall's caved in. So going around that ledge, there's then a door with a ladder next to it that goes up to that waterfall tunnel? They're on separate walls. If you continued around the ledge to the right, then you would go over the plank, there would be the door next to that, and then if you continued farther, you'd eventually reach the ladder and waterfall. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Got it. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I see it now. I see it in my mind's eye. So, guys, who wants to walk the plank? That's the next question. I don't know, but nothing could possibly go wrong when you're walking across a narrow ledge uh, in a sewer, and there's a broken away part with a board going across it. I agree. Yeah. I feel... Completely safe and comfortable. Well, why don't we cut the lights and... Uh, and then walk across the little wooden plank? <laughs> then walk across the plank. Yeah, like, let's stealth across it. If anyone hears the grinding sound of metal and they notice the walls start moving, or they see, like, little tentacle things slithering through the water, I've seen that movie before, and it doesn't end well. Speaking of tentacles... Uh, what? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> are you kidding me? As you were discussing this... Aslo, you looked up and noticed something moving in the corner with the rubble. You can see some sort of large brown thing moving up and down. Didn't immediately stand out to you since its colors blend in so well with the surroundings. But the creature looks to be round and bulbous with stubby legs and long tendrils extending upwards along with a large mouth and eyes. I saw the whole thing? Yeah, you can just make it out in your light. That doesn't look like any were-rat I've ever seen. Dude, guys, guys, look. Gross. Look at that. Well, I've never seen a were-rat, so... Gross. What is that, Aslo? I think I know exactly what that is. Something we want to kill. (laughs) Yeah, if it's not a humanoid, (laughs) we want to kill it, pretty sure. (laughs) It doesn't seem like it's paying much attention to you right now. And as you watch, you see it wade into the water a little ways, reaches its tendril tentacle things down. And it seems to pull something out of the water and then carry it back out into the rubble pile. Hmm. What is it doing? Probably fishing or hunting. Anyone in the mood for calamari? As long as it's plain, Shaba. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah, me neither. I'm not in the mood, but Tokus, have at it. Well, actually, it might be nice breaded, (laughs) but no sauce. 
<laughs> okay, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Let's. I say we just take a shot. Yeah, I can't imagine this thing is going to be offering us any uh, job contracts. So I say we take it out now. <laughs> right. I think when it has the opportunity to pay us attention, we're not going to like the type of attention that we receive. Yeah, I'd say Shaba, just go ahead and take the shot. Yeah, I'll take the shot. Okay, then we start with initiative. The Damage Guild Podcast. Your weekly dose of bardic inspiration. Hello, and welcome to the Damage Guild Podcast. My name's Jay Stout, and today I am going to keep it short and hopefully, well, probably not that sweet, because today's episode uh, ends with a very, very sad event. And so I just want to mentally prepare you for that, to deal with it. Um, because it, it's it's hard, it's tough uh, when things like this happen. So please just uh, just listen with an open heart and an open mind, and know that we are here uh, to support you, and we we love you guys. We are your best friends, and I, I don't want to cry wolf here, but uh, just know that the cliffhanger this week is like major. It's like one of the worst cliffhangers we've ever had on the show. So I just want you to know that just just be here, be here with us. And let's join together on this audio journey that we're, that we're taking in concert with one another. Thank you for listening. You're the best audience we've ever had. Have a wonderful rest of this episode, and we'll see you in two short weeks on the Monday that's there, unless you're a patron and then you get the episode the day early. Uh, by the way, check out our Patreon. Um, if I didn't mention, go to Twitter and suggest a name for something on the show. That'll be great, and we might use it. And give you a shout out, uh, go to Facebook and give us a like, go to our discord channel and say, hi, all of those things are things that you can do right now. That it would be great for, for our relationship, the relationship that we have with you and that you have with us. So thank you again. And we'll talk to you soon. You are listening to the damage guild podcast. Initiative. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, 12 for Shaba. That'd be 21 for Aslo. 20 for Tokus. And Stripey. Uh, Stripey is going on a 5. So since it's not doing anything at the moment, I will let Shaba have his surprise attack, and then we'll begin. Okay. Normal round. Here we go. Wait, did you mark it? Oh, uh, I did not, but I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> why, why am I always the one reminding you, Shaba? I feel like that ability is so good. No, it's a great ability. The, the ability that I was uh, paying attention to, though, that I always forget about, is Natural Explorer gives me advantage during the first turn of combat against enemies who haven't acted. So I just rolled 2d20, I got a 17 on one, and I got a natural 20 on the other. Natural 20! Hey! Booyah. Critical hit, Ben? Yeah. With with Hunter's Mark? Um, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll mark it, right? Right? Maybe? Yeah. Well, that should have been decided first. Yeah, it should have. I'll just, I'll just regular shoot it, because I had technically already rolled by the time Tokus reminded me <laughs> to use that ability. All right. Uh... Well, that is 11 damage. Not much for a critical, especially nope. from you. I rolled a 2 and a 6, and I have a plus 3 to damage, and without Hunter's Mark, it is, yeah, not, not as great as usual. Hmm. 
So your arrow flies off into the darkness and strikes the creature, and you see its tentacles writhing around, and it turns towards you and with its mouth gaping open. Gross. Seem to have angered it. <laughs> Someone else should probably shoot it now. Yeah, I think you've got it under control. Let's go to the top of the round with Aslo. Okay, about how far away is this thing? The room is 40 feet across, and it's a little bit diagonal to you, so we'll say 50 feet. Actually, technically, you wouldn't be able to see it if it were 50 feet, so... Well, how did Shaba make the shot? You would have seen it when it entered your light range, but we'll just say it's right at the limit of 40 feet. Okay. It's a little bit closer than the wall. Oh, okay. So, that makes sense. Well, I will... Uh, actually, how wide are the stone ledges? They're narrow, only about two feet wide. Ooh, two feet. Good gracious. I turn to Tokus and say, do you want to take the lead on this one and I'll back you up? So you're passing initiative to me, like you're preparing an attack? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll let, let you go in front and just pass initiative. Okay. All right, here we go. I pass him initiative. <laughs> oh, thanks! <laughs> and I, I pick up initiative. Uh, sure, I'll allow that. You have the initiative yeah. stick. You may yeah, now speak. Like, <laughs> only one can act when, they, when they're carrying the stick, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so the creature, you said it was by the waterside? Some of its feet are sticking into the water just a little bit. Perfect. And Togus can see all this happening. Yep. Yeah. Light bulb. So I'm going to move towards the creature, and I'm going to launch a specific type of an attack. I'd like to lightning chromatic orb our foe. Ooh. Don't step in the water, guys. All right, here we go. Well, that was a natural one. Damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. No. So with my mods... That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a four. Shoot, Doug. So, are you approaching in a straight line through the water, or are you going along the ledge? Oh, I, I would definitely go along the ledge. I just said to everybody, don't go in the water. So, you move along the ledge, and you're now about 30 feet from it. And as you launch the chromatic orb, you don't load it properly, you think, and it just falls a couple feet in front of you, and then rolls off into the water. Oh, <laughs> uh, what happens? It didn't break, so nothing happens. <laughs> can, I, can I roll damage to fry some of the stuff in the water? <laughs> Bunch of fish float up to the top. <laughs> Is it recoverable? Only if you want to go poo diving. Uh, back to you, Aslo. That didn't work the way I wanted it to. <laughs> Not worth it. I will uh, move up behind Tokus, being careful on the ledge, and remind me if I ready an action, it has to be my whole turn, like I can't move and then ready? No, readying an action is your action. It just takes your reaction in order to use it. Gotcha. Uh, I will move up and ready an attack with my swords. Okay. Shaba? Uh, I actually think that I'm going to save Hunter's Mark for the real enemy, because uh, I don't think it's worth spending spell slots right now. Plus, I can cure wounds. Hey, guys, I have a cure spell, so we may need that later. <laughs> so I'm just going to take a regular shot at it. Um, That probably misses it to 14. You trying to make me feel bad about wasting an orb? No, I'm trying to make you feel better about it, because <laughs> we all waste things from time to time. Mm. 14 just hits. It is a large target. Oh, sweet. And 7 damage. Okay. So, it doesn't seem like your arrows have done a whole lot of damage to it altogether. Dang it. And now, it responds. So the creature begins to charge towards the nearest target, Tokus. Walking with, you know, one leg on the ledge and the other's kind of going through the water since it's too big to really stay on the ledge. Tokus, you also get this strange sensation in your head as it's approaching you. You can feel 
the creature's hunger as if it were just like chanting food, food, food as it moves towards you. Dude, this thing is gross, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's it's so hungry, guys. I, I, I almost feel bad for it. (laughs) <laughs> I almost want to offer myself in sacrifice. Let's keep it as a pet. <laughs> Anybody bring any, like, uh, of those dog treats that we have maybe left over from the dog, the two-headed dog mission? Anybody? I don't think it's after dog treats, Shaba. I mean, Shaba, if you have your seasoning, <laughs> I could, I like, t- I could borrow that and, like, I shake it under my armpits. <laughs> I give myself unto thee, O oh great hungry one. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> it attempts to bite you and swings its tentacles at you, and one of the tentacles connects. Ooh, uh, a shield. Uh, you cast the shield spell? I will cast shield. Plus two AC. Isn't it, like, plus five AC? I think it's plus five, yeah. Oh, really? I have it written as plus two AC in my notes. Yeah, it's plus a bunch of AC. Are you sure? That's still not enough, actually. I rolled really high. Okay. And you try to hold up your shield, but you don't manage to make it in time. And the tentacle slams down on you, both with crushing force and with spines, dealing a total of 12 points of damage. Oh! Oh, Ouch. It then wraps around you, and you are restrained. Stripey's turn. Stripey gets angry at it and growls real loud and stuff (laughs) and says, Oh, that looks him painful, Tokus. Sorry about that, bud. What about that, friend? And then he leaves. <laughs> He's like, well, guess we lost Tokus. Let's move on, fellas. Okay. Tokus, your turn. Since Aslo delayed last time, I've moved your initiative. Uh, okay, so as restrained, I have moved zero, correct? Yes, you have moved zero. You're also grappled by it. Mm. So I'll have disadvantage on attacks I make? Restrained does give you disadvantage. Gotcha. On attacks? On attacks. Uh-huh. Well, boys. Yeah, you have disadvantage on attack rolls, but can you make an attack that doesn't require an attack roll? I do have one. And Tokus looks at his friends, and uh, the monster is standing partially in the water still, correct? Yep. And I look longingly at my two friends. <laughs> Tokus, it's not worth it. We don't, No, we can see the look in your eyes. Watering up. Tokus, it's like one of those dramatic moments. Tokus, don't do it. <laughs> No, Tokus. Pretty no. sure this monster is just much stronger than what we can handle. And uh, Tokus, like, reaches down for his lightning lure chain at his side. Desperately, like, like I can only barely just... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man, you can't get Tokus, your hand out. No. <laughs> Don't do it, Tokus. Uh, don't try to talk me out of it, guys. Here, let me get that for you. I reach over and hand it to you off your belt. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, thanks, thanks, Aslo. All right, so I take my lighting lore. Hey, anytime. And uh, I sheath both my swords to do it too. And I will use it, pushing the button, knowing all well that I probably will get shocked too. Well, fortunately, that's not really how these things work in the game. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, mechanics-wise, you're t- completely safe. I mean, except for being grappled by a huge tentacle creature. Other than that, you're good. So it is a. Con save, right? Strength check. Strength save. Strength save. Yeah, well, yes. Okay. Or, well, I wrote it down as strength check. It's a save. Okay. <laughs> you should start writing things down. Like, I, I more can write accurately. things any which way I want. <laughs> your shield spell gives you a plus five to your AC. That's super important. All right, I'm going to change that as well. 
<laughs> Sweet. I rolled a 19 on my save, so Dang. that is too high. And despite all the effort that you went through to pull out the whip, you don't manage to connect meaningfully. <sighs> Guy's going to need some support here. Yeah, working on it. Yeah, I was going to ask, did my attack trigger when, when it moved up? No, it's still too far away from you. It's on the opposite side. Uh, even though it's grappling him? Well, were you, like, right on my six? Like, where were you? I tried to move up as far as I could. Um, you know what? Because of the grapple specifically, I guess I'll allow that attack. Okay. Cool. But it's only one attack, right? Yes. Okay. All right. 19 plus something. Uh, 24. <laughs> okay. It's good enough. Uh, five piercing. You stab the tentacle as it stabs Tokus. It's all just a big stab circle. <laughs> uh, well, I think that that was good. I think we're going to need to squeeze all the juice we can get <laughs> out of this out of this stone we call our skill set collectively as a party. Yeah, I've had two mishap attacks already. Yeah, that thing's strong. If it's rolling a nineteen strength save, it's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. it's well, big. Anything can roll a nineteen, so you don't know. But yes, it does look oh. rather large and strong. Even my grandma can roll a nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma, who got lost coming home from the grocery store, they say she fell into a manhole cover and never returned. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. And then grandma, in- <laughs> you like look you? into the tentacle thing's eyes. <laughs> grandma, you've changed. What happened to you? And then she rescues us. <laughs> I'm just trying to carry you to safety. <laughs> like in Tokus's mind, his his he thinks back to to his own very own grandma. But like in my mind, she's like really muscular and heroic. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> Aslo, it's your real turn now. Okay, do I have any kind of sense how deep the water, the quote unquote, water is? It would probably take an action to determine. Drop your sword that has light cast on it. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever see that sword again. Based on how deep the creature is in the water, since yeah, you that's what I was going to ask. Can see how long its legs are. It looks like the water here is probably three to four feet. Oh man! Holy crap! This thing is bigger than I thought. Um, yeah, I would. I would pretty much just instantly drown in filth. Uh, so I'm not going to take that route. <laughs> Is attacking, continuing to attack its tentacles an option from here? Yeah, cut me loose, Aslo. Yeah, I'll say it's still in your range. Okay. You could attempt to thunder wave Tokus free of its grasp. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will just take two swings at its tentacles. 16 and a 21. Does both hit? Oh, nice. Sweet. So that'll be six damage and four damage for a total of ten. Nice. You leave a couple of scratches on its tentacles. Well done, Aslo. Nice scratches. Thank you. Good effort. And you hear a message in your mind calling out to you in pain. There's this feeling of, not that you're in pain, but you can sense its pain being transmitted to your mind. It's a very strange sensation. This thing's creepy. Weird. I say, I feel your pain, bro. (laughs) I feel your pain, and I don't like it. Stop. That's weird. (laughs) I will end my turn. Okay. Shabba. All right. This son of a squid's going down. (laughs) Take a shot. Uh, It's a 17 to hit. Hit. And, oh, nice. I rolled an 8 on my D8, so 11 damage. Still not marking the 
Target. Yeah, no, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're saving it. We're saving it. That's right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. But maybe now that it's got you in its grasp, it's maybe worth... We'll see what happens this next round. Yep, just my life dwindling in the balance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how how in peril you are, and then I'll make the decision whether to waste a spell slot. You guys are both rationing your spell slots while I'm (laughs) being eaten. It's just being slammed up against a wall by the tentacles. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, should we... Should we do as much as we can? <laughs> Maybe. So the arrow strikes it in the side and leaves another kind of oozing hole in it. But the creature is still fighting and strong. Doing anything else? Uh, can I hear it in my mind going, Hey bro, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, it, when you hit it, it also transmits anger and pain to you as well. Nasty. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with my turn. Okay. It swings around through the water a little ways, getting closer to Aslo. Tokus, make a strength save. Hmm. That's a five. That is a failure. That was another natural one. <laughs> it's a randomized d20. I don't know why I'm rolling so bad today, guys. This is this is the gift from you, Jay, this dice. Oh, it is? Oh, that sucks. I was going to say, let's all just get you <laughs> another set of dice for your birthday so that you can uh, keep rolling and see which one's the best. <laughs> but my birthday's too long from now, <sighs> Shaba. I'll die before then. <laughs> <laughs> so the creature picks you up in its tentacle and slams you against the ceiling. Oh! oh. Ouch. You take eight points of damage and you are stunned. Which means you can't act on your next turn. Dude. He's incredibly rude. Looks like your days of an acting career are over. (laughs) (laughs) So it's now within about 10 feet of Shaba, just so you get an idea of where it's positioned. It's about 10 feet out into the water, and it looks like its tentacles are long enough that it could probably reach you if it wanted to. And it's Stripey's turn. All right, uh, I don't think I want Stripey going out on that ledge by himself, because that thing could probably pop it into his mouth like a little <laughs> potato chip. You just grab him and <laughs> pluck him in there. So Stripey will, uh, he'll move back because he knows I'm about to. Tuckus, you can't do anything? Aslo. I will take another couple of swings with my swords. You said he had moved out sort of into the water, right? Yeah, and actually, with where he is now since he's moved away some, you would have to go into the water in order to reach the creature. Oh man, really? Is it, wait, is he still grappling uh, Tokus, though? Yeah, but he's just kind of carrying him. Ah, uh, okay. You have a ranged attack, right? I do, yeah. I was just checking out all my options, but I think going out into the water is basically completely out of the question. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even tall enough to uh, to poke my head up above the water. So, yeah, I think I will sheathe both swords. Does that take up my action? Technically, you can only sheathe one for free. Yeah, one is free. The other one is... Is in action. Okay, well, in that case, I'll do that, and then I will bonus action inspire Tokus to help him try and break free of the squid monster and say, Tokus, you are as brave as you are small. It has no effect. (laughs) That's real brave. I'm, I'm on the spot right now. That's all I've got right now. You can do it. Does Tokus hear this encouragement? You're still stunned, and that means that you are incapacitated, so can't move, can speak only falteringly. You automatically fail strength and dex saves, and attacks against you have advantage. So if you are still stunned and it tries to do the same thing again, then you will automatically fail 
and have the same thing happen. How, how long does stun last? It depends on the effect. Oh, I thought it was just going to be one round. Dang. Jeez. Usually it is, but you don't know if it'll get to go before or not. Okay, so we're not sure if he'll, like, if we don't know if it's an automatic save every round. Guys, I'm being thrown around by a giant tentacle monster. Give me some <laughs> slack here. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to help out as much as I can. I just don't know if it'll even be useful now. You know what? I'm going to have you make an insight check, Aslo, to see if you can figure out whether he'll even be able to respond to your inspiration. Yeah, you know what? Can I, um, either insight or uh, can I see if this is, uh, if I've learned about this creature in Bard's College and make some kind of nature or monster check? Sure. Let's go with, I guess nature is probably the best. This is definitely not a humanoid, right? Right. Can I get an approximate length on those tentacles? Like, how long are they? A little over ten feet. Okay. Yeah, that's a three, so I got nothing. Even though the Brian, the player, knows pretty well what they are, uh, <laughs> I uh, Aslo knows nothing about them. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if I should give the inspiration to Tokus if he's not even going to wake up, or if I should give it to Shaba. Yeah, I think I would give it to Tokus just out of sheer fear for his life and wanting to help him any way I can. And that's my turn. Shaba. I am going to Hunter's Market at this point. <laughs> hey! I probably should have done that a long time ago. Better late than never, Shava. And, alright, that's a good, that's a 24 to hit. And with the Hunter's Mark, that is 13 damage. So you get a nice solid hit in its face, and it snarls at you and expresses more of its pain and anger. Okay, and then I assume that I'm standing at the mouth of this tunnel, right, where it leads into the main chamber? Yeah. I'm going to move 20 feet back into the tunnel. Okay, so that puts you about 30 feet away from it? Yeah. I guess at that point you can just barely see it around the corner. All right, I'm done. Okay. Unfortunately, the stun does not wear off before it acts again, so you automatically fail your strength save, and it smashes Tokus again for 11 points of damage, No, and you remain stunned. Um, Are you still conscious? I I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, you you do. Do Do you have more than zero hit points? Oh, am I conscious? Yes, I have more than zero hit points. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's still just holding you then. And with my other two attacks, I think it's actually going to chase after Shaba, since you seem to have done the most damage to it. So it moves forward and then squeezes into the tunnel slightly, going slow, but it can still reach you just barely with its movement. So it reaches its tentacle out down the tunnel towards you and flails around, slamming against the wall, unable to get a grasp on you. Hmm. I didn't realize it could even fit in the tunnel, or else I would have moved back further. It fits, but I'm counting it as squeezing. Okay, gotcha. Mm. And Stripey? Uh, Stripey's now going to attack. Uh, That's a 16 to hit. It hits. Dealing uh, 8 slashing damage. With all of these attacks, the creature is starting to look a little bit weakened. Okay. Tokus is still stunned. So, Aslo. Alright, so the monster moved over to towards Shaba to attack him. Yep, it's now on the ledge partway down the tunnel. On the ledge and in the tunnel? So I'm 20 feet back from the le- from the mouth of the tunnel. Yeah, I guess the rear end of it is kind of right next to the ledge. Nice, smack him in the butt, dude. Dude, yeah, his butt's sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just sheathed both swords too. I could probably run up, but even then it might be a little far. Uh, either way, I will pull out my crossbow. Wait, wait. Aslo? 
Uh, Tokus? Well, this is Sean, actually. <laughs> oh, Sean. Brian. Sean? It is I. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really low. On, on hit points? Yeah, just putting that out there. But proceed with your turn. Do whatever you think is right. Remember, I also have a heal spell, and I can actually see you, ostensibly. Right, here's the question. Which side of the monster is the Tokus? Yeah, where am I being squeezed? Yeah, Tokus, I think, is actually on the tentacle hanging out behind it into the room. Mmm, okay. Be aware, though, Aslo, attack rolls against a squeezing creature have advantage. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, I've never heard that rule. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. But if it dies in this tunnel, I may not be able to get through. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a thing that could happen. We'll just be a permanently split party. (laughs) We're going to strike. He's going to have to eat his way through. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the other thing is that cure wounds, we're talking 1d8 plus five i mean it's not a ton the monster is getting close to dying and now we have an advantage on attacks so all those things considered i think i'm gonna open fire yeah and with it blocking the tunnel that just made me realize that shaba is now in complete darkness mm. ah. so keep that in mind okay yes all right we've got to kill this thing um this seems like a really important attack so i'm going to go ahead and use the good old inspiration to give myself... You already have advantage. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to go ahead and not use inspiration <laughs> and have advantage on this attack. Can you use them to deal extra damage, or is that just a thing with your swords? That's just a d20 roll advantage, or uh, inspiration. Okay, so that is a 16 to hit. And- nice. All right, and now that I've hit, I'm going to spend a bardic inspiration die to use my blade flourish ability to add... The uh, result of the die to my damage. Does that work on ranged attacks? It does. Okay. Nice. Oh, that is cool. That's yeah, sweet. it's just mm. it's any any attack, not necessarily melee. Seven plus three plus one. That's eleven damage. And does it have other tentacles like sticking out behind it? It looks like it just has the two. So there's the one reaching down the tunnel and the one that's holding Tokus. Okay. In that case, I will uh, attempt to use mobile flourish. You can push the creature away from you, a uh, distance of five plus the bardic inspiration die, which was one, uh, in feet. That will push it into me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but figure... don't do that. What, what, what is, what's the advantage of doing that? Uh, I don't really know. I was just kind of, kind of, we're, we're doing it live, okay? I'm just, I'm just sticking <laughs> on my feet here. Okay. Um, no, I won't do that. I will just give myself uh, plus one AC until next turn. Okay. Nice. And uh, that'll be the end of my turn. All right. Shaba. Okay. I drop my bow. I take out my short sword and I... But you can't see. You have disadvantage either way, but it cancels out with it squeezing, so it's a normal attack. Yeah, exactly. It counts as a normal attack. So the advantage and the disadvantage cancel each other out. All right. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. Still got it marked for 13 damage. Rolled two fives on the d6s. Okay. It roars out at you. You can feel its hot breath on you as you've now approached right next to its mouth. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Do you do anything else? I mean, I get real grossed out, but (laughs) there's no mechanics for that, really, in this this instance. All right. Then, now that you're right in front of it, that makes it really easy for it to bite you. Even with disadvantage? It has disadvantage on attacks? Yes, it does. It is squeezing. Okay. It still bites you. I've never heard anything about this squeezing mechanic. It's kind of cool. 
it usually doesn't come up. So. I think I've squeezed into smaller spaces once or twice, being the big, large brute that I am. All right, so it latches onto you with its many teeth, and you take... All right, I'm going to eat, just, just so you know, I don't remember whether I have to say this before or after the damage is declared, but I'm going to use Stone's Endurance against this attack. I'm pretty sure you can use it afterwards, but that was 15 points of damage. Okay, yeah, oh, definitely. All right, so I Stone's Endurance for nine of it. And make a constitution save. Okay. Come on, that is a 12. As it munches on you, you start to feel sickened and sluggish. Oh, no. There is a mechanic for that. <laughs> hey So you have the poisoned effect. Gross. Which is disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I still get my slam on Tokus. Which I'm pretty sure knocks you out with another nine points of damage. I am very low, but not out of the fight. <laughs> well, All right. well, you're still out of the fight because you're still stunned. Oh, true, true. <laughs> but just just know this, guys. If I had followed your advice and just taken the average for my health points, I would be out right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Tokus isn't, doesn't take average. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Never settle for average. A fair point. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's like my slogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tokus never settles for average. That's true. All right. Stripey. All right. He'll make the attack rolls. And okay. Uh, that'll hit for uh, with a 21. Yep. And uh, five damage this time. He's gnawing on its foot. <laughs> and Aslo. How badly does it look hurt? It looks pretty badly wounded at this point. You can see its various injuries are kind of oozing out all over the place. Okay. Starting to look a little bit weakened in its tentacles. It's holding Tokus. I will just take another shot then. Uh, 24 to hit for four piercing damage. Okay. You scratch it again. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's all I can do right now. Then we're back to Shava. Okay, I attack it with disadvantage. Well, at normal, because it all cancels out. Oh, does any number of disadvantages cancel out? Yeah. Because I have one advantage and two disadvantages. Technically, as long as you have one of each, they cancel out no matter how many others you have. Okay. Okay. Hmm. It's kind of weird, but that's what they say. Yeah, it is It is kind of strange. Because yeah, negative two plus positive one is still negative one. All <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I missed anyway. I got a 10. Okay. Do you do anything else? Uh, well, let's see. It has disadvantage against me, so maybe I should try to take the opportunity to... The poison condition doesn't give it advantage against me, right? If it if I tried to move away and it attacked, it got the opportunity attack, it would be at disadvantage. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, I'll try to do that then. I'll take a, a full move action away from it. It reaches after you with its tentacle as you're running... Ah, uh, missed by one. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you just barely oh make it God. out of its reach and are kind of stumbling blindly down the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My turn. So first I'll deal with Tokus, who takes another nine points of damage. I'm down. No. Okay. It doesn't release you, but since its mouth is on the opposite side, it also doesn't immediately try to eat you, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh. decides to attack Stripey. Thanks to the disadvantage, it misses with both attacks. Goodness. Ugh. 
gosh. Stripey's turn. All right. Stripey will give it the old uh, one-two. And by that, I mean he will try to claw it. Uh, okay, yeah, I got an 18. Hit. On the hit, and... Uh, six damage that time. All right. You're slowly whittling down. Oh, my God. We would all be dead if this thing hadn't had, a, like, those key misses. <laughs> Does Stripey try to run away? Yeah, he'll do, he'll try to run back with me. Okay. Then I will try to grab him again. Ooh, that time it does hit. <laughs> no! So Stripey Stripey. tries to flee, but is instead grabbed by the tentacles. Oh. Takes a total of, ouch, 16 points of damage. Hey, guess how many hit points Stripey has, guys? 16. 16. <laughs> yeah, you guessed it. <laughs> no! <laughs> Stripey! Uh, oh, wait, this is perfect. <laughs> My plan is finally coming to fruition. The moment I've been waiting for. Well, now the two of you can be eaten together. Yeah, you're both going to die at the same <laughs> time. Oh. Together in life, together, together in death. In death. <laughs> so, how does the eating mechanic work? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be slowly digested over a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, because I'm unconscious, Stripey's unconscious, we're going to make death saves, but, like, if he puts this in his mouth, what happens? Technically, taking damage when you're already unconscious just counts as an automatic death save failure. I see. Unless there's some special rule for it for eating, which you don't know. <laughs> so that was Stripey's turn, and he makes his first death save since it's the end of his turn. Okay. Uh, that's a fail. Uh, Tokus, you also make a death save. Thirteen. So that's a success. Mm-hmm. Hey. And Aslo. Oh, boy. Things are looking real grim, fellas. Yeah, you're literally our last hope. You're, you're a <laughs> lifeline back there, Aslo. Your only hope, Aslo. <laughs> I, will, I will take another shot with my crossbow. Let's start with that. Give yourself bardic inspiration. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, that should hit. That's a uh, 17. Yep. Uh, plus eight uh, for eight piercing damage. Okay, it is still alive. <sighs> Alright, um, based on the fact that it's, you know, wedged into this tunnel, I can hypothetically run up and start hitting it in melee, right? Yes. But I don't know whether Shaba is up or down. You can tell that Tokus is out now. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, I think if nothing else changes, I'll probably end up healing him next turn. So I want to get up close either way, so I'm going to start running towards it. In the meantime, stow my crossbow, get ready to uh, draw and and attack next turn. I'm just thinking if you could technically count the attack that you made with the crossbow as your main attack and then do the two-weapon fighting as a bonus action. Say what? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to attack again this round. I'm just, like, preparing for next round. I know, but I think you actually could do that if you wanted to. Oh, really? He can drop his crossbow, draw both weapons, and attack all in the same round that he... Yeah, you'd have to, he'd have to let go of the crossbow, right? Two-weapon fighting is contingent upon making an attack with a weapon in one hand, and then you attack with the weapon in the other hand as a bonus action. So since you made one attack, I think you can technically do that. Drawing the weapon is your free action. Say what? Wow. So shoot, move, and then an offhand swing? Yeah. yeah. As I'm running up, draw with my offhand. So he can hold on to the crossbow, then draw the sword with the offhand, make the attack. I think so, unless it's specifically melee attacks, but I don't think it is, actually. Time to dig into the rules. Yeah. And with the magic of (laughs) editing. And we'll be right back, folks. (laughs) Yep. It does have to be melee weapon, okay. Mm -hmm. But the offhand weapon, that might be tied to the feet. 
for crossbows. I know that hand crossbows can be used that way, but I think that's the feat. So, sorry for getting your hopes up. That doesn't actually work. That'd be a cool feat for you to pick up then, Brian. (laughs) It would, at uh, level 8, yeah. (laughs) So, well, in that case, I think since the situation is looking so dire, I will probably drop the crossbow, trying, of course, my best to drop it on the ledge, and then run up and draw my sword as I'm going. That way, next turn, I can draw the other sword, double attack. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to Shaba. All right. When I see, when I don't see it grab Stripey, but I hear Stripey's pained cry as it uh, grabs him and um, squeezes the life out of him, I run back the 30 feet yelling, No, Stripey! I am Shaba, son of Pachaka, last of the Dabade clan and exile of the tribe of Arakashan, and you will pay! By Kavaki's horns! And I use my uh, inspiration for the round to gain advantage on the attack as I try to slash at this thing with my short sword. I, I thought you were going to say something like, you killed my badger, prepare to prepare die. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You okay, already so, have advantage uh, and disadvantage, so it doesn't help. Okay. Also, you took damage before, so you needed to make a concentration check to see if you kept your spell up. Well, uh, concentration. It's DC 10. DC 10. Constitution save. Okay. All right, I failed, so I no longer have the spell up. Also, I gave the inspiration to Tokus that turn, so you also don't have that. Right, okay. All right, well, at least I hit, even <laughs> without the the advantage. So, uh, And that is, unfortunately, I rolled a one on the d6, so that's four oh. damage. Uh, it's still alive, but you can tell... Only barely. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Everything's hanging on a string right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd say. And you're hanging on a literal, like a tentacle string. A string shaped like a tentacle. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> I sure hope so, because we're going to need them. Like, na- like literally right <laughs> like this moment. Like a few rounds ago? <laughs> yeah. Why are you guys holding back? I think for my turn... Rather than trying to bite you, since it already has two edible morsels in its grasp, yeah. it will actually take the disengage and shuffle out of the tunnel. Oh, boy. So it makes it about ten feet out. Out into the water? Sorry, Aslo. No! <laughs> dang it! <laughs> oh, good night. So, yeah, it's out into the water, and it's holding both of its victims in its tentacles. <laughs> what is it transmitting to Aslo and Shaba? Glee? You actually sense fear from it now. Mm. It's pained and doesn't really want to keep on fighting you and risking its life. Mm. And then it dives into the water and the water's actually a lot deeper than we thought. And it makes off with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes down like some tunnel under the water. Uh, currently, it's just standing out in the water, and that's all it can do. So, Stripey's death save, and then Tokus. Okay, oh, okay, he passed that time. So, one fail, one pass. All right, here we go. Twelve. Success. Okay, got it. Aslo. Okay, so I'm on the ledge, presumably sort of right off to the side of where the tunnel enters out into the room, right? Yes. He just went ten feet past me. He being the, the, the weird sewer monster... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to make assumptions about gender. Where are uh, Stripey and Tokus in relation to the two of us? Is he carrying them out in front of him? No, they're kind of next to it on either side. So they're also about 10 feet out over the water. And how wide is this monster exactly? It's a large creature, so normally takes up a 10-foot space, but it can obviously squeeze smaller than that. Probably about 
six feet wide plus tentacles. Hmm. Brian, I can hear your brain calculating a cube-shaped <laughs> attack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And one one more question. How far out to the sides is he holding them with his tentacles? Adjacent. So Adjacent. Yeah. So five feet? Yeah. <sighs> All right. I say blast him. I can take, I can take a failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aslo has to make a tough decision right now, guys. Um, I've got a 15-foot cube, and I can either center it so that it hits Stripey or so that it hits Tokus. I'll take the hit. <laughs> I have three successes, no failures. You don't have a say in the matter. Oh, yeah, and true. he doesn't know who's saved or not. Mm. Oh, you have three successes, so you're no longer bleeding out? No, I have two successes. Oh, two su- Okay, gotcha. Whew, man. I'm, I'm weighing in my mind. Stripey Tokus. <laughs> Stripey <laughs> Tokus. This shouldn't be as difficult of a decision as it apparently is. <laughs> so I will just, uh, with, with no crossbow in my hand, with few options remaining, I may not be able to reach him with my uh, swords, but perhaps I can reach him with... Thunder! Thunder! Thunder wave! <laughs> uh, so it makes a con save, and I guess I will focus it so that it uh, hits Tokus as well. Oh! Okay. <laughs> and I'm also going to use a second level spell slot to cast this. Okay, well, I rolled a 27 on my save. Holy crap. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I figured it probably had a high con, but either way, 3d8. Half damage. Did you give Tokus Bardic Inspiration? Can he use that on his on his save um, for this? Not while you're not unconscious. While unconscious. Uh, so wait, am I making a con save? Yes, yeah. I, well, I think so, right? Okay. Ooh, I rolled a 19 plus 4. Nice. Cool. That's good. I was just going to say you could use your like regular inspiration, but I guess he didn't need it. Okay. 3d8 thunder damage. Uh, okay, not bad. That would be 8 plus 2 is 10, plus 6 is 16. Cut in half is 8 damage. Oh, <laughs> oh come on! Oh, boy. <laughs> With the already deafening sound of the echoes in this chamber, the thunder wave does not do your ears any favor. <laughs> a little tinnitus going on? As a matter of fact, I'm going to say that everyone is just deafened from that, for <laughs> temporarily at least. Yeah. So your ears are ringing... And stones fly, water flies, but the creature remains barely standing in the water. Oh my goodness. Man. I cry out, Shaba, Shaba, are you with me? <laughs> I'm st- I-, I can't hear you. I'm deafened for, <laughs> oh, for one oh, round. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He just said that like two seconds ago. I'll try again next round. All right, but I definitely am with you, just, just so you know. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay. <laughs> And it's Jabba's turn. I fling the short sword aside and sweep up my longbow in my arms as I dash down the tunnel. Okay. Fumbling it into my hands, I grab an arrow from the quiver, and now I will use the inspiration as I skid to a halt at the edge of the tunnel, draw my bow, point the arrow at the creature's face, and say, Did I mention I am Shaba? Did I mention I was born of Kraken Thunder? <laughs> yeah, and all that other stuff. Uh, and with a 20 to hit, I will deal 9 damage to it. Yes. 
you deal the final point of damage that it needed <laughs> to go down. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah! Oh my goodness! And the creature struggles for the last few seconds of its life, trying to keep its mouth above the water as well as its two victims before everything oh, just no. falls. Okay, with my additional 10 feet of movement that I still have left, I strap the bow over my back and dive into the water. Yeah, you could probably just jump over and reach them. Okay. Isn't that like waiting? I thought it was only four feet deep. Yeah, you wouldn't want to dive into that. Oh yeah, never mind. I would crack my skull open and die. Okay, I don't (laughs) dive. Uh, But with my extra 10 feet of movement, I will try to hop off and uh, sit and grab them before they go under, if possible. Uh, I think you've already used up all of your actions. You can get to them. Okay. So yeah, all I have left is 10 feet of movement. Who are you going for? Um, I think actually in this situation, and, and they're equidistant from me, both of them? Yeah, since it moves straight out of the tunnel. Okay, uh... I Who is your favorite friend? Well, <laughs> I, I'm thinking more in terms of weight. I think if I grab Tokus first, then it'll be easier for me to get Stripey if he starts to sink. Like, yeah, I'm gonna sink has, like a rock. Yeah, Tokus has armor on, he's gonna sink faster, he's heavier, so I think I go for Tokus first, and then bet on Stripey not sinking as fast and being more accessible when I by the time I get over to him. So I go, I go for Tokus. Okay, so you plunge into the foul water, yep. and make your way over to Tokus. Uh, Stripey and Tokus both need to make another death save before Aslo gets to you. <laughs> by the way, I'm I'm projectile vomiting right now because I'm already poisoned or sickened or whatever the condition is, and now I'm jumping into into sewer, sewage, raw sewage sludge. But let's have Stripey do the death save last, right? I'll do mine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a natural one. Yikes. What? So you have two successes and one failure? Yeah. All right, Stripey has one failure and one success. Isn't it a natural one is two failures? Natural one is two failures. I have two failures now. Oh, yikes. So you had okay. one before. That means that you would be dead. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're super dead. Yeah.